We are live from the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Studios, Levac Gaza. Now that I've learned how to listen to the video, I feel way more pumped up. Ooh, I, I feel too. pumped I was up. Jazzing a little bit. Can I even do that? Guys, we have the rights to that. Yeah, we we paid for it. Okay, we did. Nice. We did. Well, Tech East did. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, Jamie, Appreciate yeah, you. Jamie, Jamie came in and and uh, you know went right into my wallet. That's uh, actually her got, singing. It's, it's na 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 na. I don't feel like that's. I mean, like it's singing when you do it. I don't feel like that's singing. Um. All right. So yes, here we are. Uh, another uh, Tech East Tuesday. Um. So 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 many things going on. So many things. But um, I've decided that the best way to decide whether or not this is a good show is just to flip a coin. So, um, if it's a good show, uh, heads, it's a good show. Tails, it's not. Um. <clears throat> I'm uh, I, I'm horribly disappointed with how great that weekend was and how it ended of football. Dare I say horribly. It, it sounds a bit salty. I'm not. Well, you see, I'm not salty. Salty would be if I was a Bills fan. Like if I'm a Bills fan, I'd be salty and I'd probably have a right to be. Hell, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm probably sitting there going, you know, why do I have to go through all that just to get a coin to decide whether I was going to win or not? And and if if everybody is is you know. I've seen people get very upset at me for saying a coin toss decided. I've seen people get upset at me that, well, the the Chiefs didn't like the rules not too long ago. And it's like, well, hold on, hold on. I don't like the Chiefs. I freaking hate the Chiefs. Let's be real. I'm not a Bills fan. I got love for the Bills, but I'm not a Bills fan. You know, blew up some of my bets, but I bet the Chiefs long before I bet the Bills to win it all. So I'm, I'm good either way. What I am is somebody who watched one of the best duels I've seen in years. Like took me back to Elway, Montana. It took me back to Tamburino, Montana. Like the, those great duels, Manning, Brady. Like those those quarterback duels that are so much fun to watch. And with that 13 seconds watching, you know, Mahomes complete two passes, get the get the field goal up. I was like, that's awesome. Sadly, that means that whoever wins this coin toss is about to win this game because those defense were shot. The stat that's now going viral is at 90 percent of the teams that have won the coin toss in the playoffs have gone on to win that game. It's much closer in the regular season. 52% is the number since those rules were adjusted in 2010 and 2012 for that field goal, the touchdown difference right. back to your post. You touched on there. Which for, those rules are better. Yeah. They've we've, we've stepped in the correct direction. We have for sure. Uh, you mentioned the post you had on social media. I would say your comments turned into an early preview of WWE's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Maybe the alternate warriors music needed to hit instead in your comments. I don't even think, think we should even go through your comments because it was just madness in there because you had everybody from all over different ends arguing about this and that. Right? Unless you got a different feel of the comments. It felt like just a, a mosh pit of nonsense in your comments. I, felt, I, think, I think probably 80% agreed that it, was, that it was too good of a game. All, and all I said was this was too good of a game to be decided by a coin toss. That's all I said. Um, majority of people, I agree, I agree, I agree. Like the people who disagreed for the most part, I didn't understand the premise, right? So basically the majority of people, it was, it's better than it used to be. Oh, okay. Well that's okay. Good. I agree. I agree. It's better than it used to be, but is it as good as it should be? 
Well, nobody's got an answer for that. You know what I mean? And then, um, well, yeah, but this, this happened to this happened to this team before, and this happened to this team before. Okay, so because two or three other teams got screwed, this team, this this should happen. And again, I don't care that the Bills got screwed. Sorry, Bills Mafia. I don't care that you got screwed. I feel screwed. I stayed and watched that whole game, and I wanted to see it go better. So I started like going through it. I know, like, like the one the one person was like, "No, everybody's too soft. You're soft. I'm soft because a game got decided by." Uh, you know, somebody in their head, Josh Allen thought tails never fails. And and that's like, he went with the wrong rhyme. You know what I mean? So I, I and then like when they get, when they run out of like, well, that's your opinion. Okay. Well, that's your opinion. Well, that's because you're a Raiders fan. What the, f- <laughs> what are you talking about? What does that have to do with anything? And like, I'm legitimately just sitting here going, is there, is there a tweak? Is there something we can do? Is there, you know, I don't think it's an overhaul situation. I legitimately think there's – look, why don't we take a 10-minute intermission in between the end of the regular game and overtime? You tell me it's a brand-new game. Maybe it's five. Maybe they won't do ten. Have the, have the production crew has been saving highlights the whole damn game anyway. Give me a five-plus-minute window where you're showing me how we got where we are. Give both defenses a chance to suck some wind and get their air back. And, and, then, and then run back out there and go by this new rule. I just – something because – Neither the Chiefs nor the Bills' defense could have stopped the other offense after that coin toss. Neither could have. So I just want to clarify this because you and I feel differently about the overtime rule, but I'm willing to hear a different suggestion. So your suggestion is longer gap in between start of OT and four. Take a quick break. And then the OT itself would be the complete 10-minute period. Would it be both teams get possessions? I I don't hate that. I like the if you get a touchdown, it's over. I do like it. But in a scenario like this where the Bills' defense had been been – you know, beat up. Both defenses have been beat up, but the Bills' defense comes right off the field, and because of a coin toss, they go right back on the field. Like you know, even if you even if you did hold them to a field goal, the Chiefs' defense now got to suck a little wind. They got to get their win back. I I, I like the idea of you know um, incentivizing going for a, a touchdown instead of a field goal. I like that idea. I just know for a fact, and people are like, "Well, Travis Kelsey was tired too." Offenses dic- dictate pace of the game. And Travis Kelsey was getting pulled out here and there to get wind. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a difference between how that works. I don't have to go to Travis Kelsey. I can go to Tyree Kill. I can go to this one. I can go to that one. I, I need Oliver to come up the middle. I need my two all-pro safeties, all-pro caliber safeties, to be out there on the field. I don't have a choice. So just even a quick break, something to get, get – If you say we're starting a new game. That's that's what they say. We're it's a little guy. Okay, give me a couple minutes. Let me suck some wind. You know, throw it around some orange peels and some Gatorade or what orange wedges, <laughs> and good. let's get back after it. All right, I, I get what you're saying here. I kind of like this idea where it's an expanded, fit in your commercials, mm-hmm. run your promos for the Super Bowl, promote the recap Pro Bowl what happened. Cool. All yeah. right, that's a that's a suggestion I've not heard a lot of, and I think I can get with this because you and I saw. More so Bills fans, I think, were just angry and went to the internet as fast as they that. could. I get that. Of, we got screwed. This is not fair. How could you do this? And look, and By the way, Chiefs fan had already written the same post just in case they lost the coin toss. Right. And they, they, also wrote, it. And they wrote three years earlier with the right. Tom Brady right. AFC title game against the Patriots. Right. I'm fine with that new small edit for the overtime rule. I'm not willing to go with a lot of the favorite bill fan suggestion is just let him play the 10 minutes out and see what happens. Here's why the NFL's never, it seems the NFL is never going to do that. They've preached player safety 
Right. And I know some could argue that preaching of player safety may have been altered by their COVID restrictions or lack thereof. So fair point. But at some point, they were always preaching player safety. It's hard for you to do that and say, hey, by the way, we want as more football as possible. Oh, you already did 18 games. Oh, you know what? Now saying this out loud, I realize the NFL <laughs> has already done a few right. things to maybe push it to 10 minutes. But here's why I look at the NFL's rule. It's awful, but good enough. There is no popular American sport that gives you more opportunities to win a game time-wise than American football. Like basketball's clock isn't that long. Uh, baseball isn't that long. You've got soccer all- could be, but I don't really understand how that works. Right, soccer, and that's We're why just I left it out. Going to throw time out there. That's I, right. They I have the ninety-minute periods or half, like 45, 45 half. So technically, you have that, and you have ties and all shoot. That's all that other stuff. That's how do you explain thing. that the first time you think? So all right, so we're gonna have we're gonna have extra time. Oh, how much is it? I don't know. Well, okay, so you'll tell us at the end of the game. No, nah, not always. <laughs> Wait, so how will we know when it's over? When we blow the whistle again? Wait, and we just play until then? Yeah. So Who's, where's my sense of urgency? I don't know. What do you want to do? Who's keeping track of it? The officials? Yeah. Can we? Yeah, you can. I mean, you can. It's not be different, yeah. right? So <laughs> we're not gonna adhere to what you have to say. You can go screw. Uh, and the other big thing about the NFL, we all know this, but I think it's a point that needs to be repeated. Defense can score. You know, when extra innings in baseball, the second baseman can't run up to the plate and grab the bat and swing, although right. it would be awesome. You know, <laughs> the defense can actually have the opportunity to put points on the board in that situation. So the NFL overtime rule does stink, but it's good enough. I think we all are like a really good movie or a really good meal or a great party, whatever. We'll go with the party one. We didn't want the party to end. Right. We didn't want someone at 145 in the morning to turn on the lights at the bar and say, get out. Hey, we got till two. We can't stay till two. Can we? How about three? That's how we all felt at the end of that game. Uh, and Bills fans, I don't need to say this, but we will for the sake of having the conversation. It's going to be known as the 13-second game, 13 seconds. That loss is worse than the Music City Miracle. Um, that is up there as one of the worst heartbreaking losses for Bills fans ever. Bill I saw fan, somebody ask the question, is 13 seconds the new wide right for people who weren't, weren't around for wide right? Wide right's a Super Bowl, but boy, I mean, it's got to be two. All right, so it's after wide right. Wide right's one. This is two. This is worse. This, this is. I mean, this was pretty. This was pretty bad. It, it, it was. Um, like I, I, I'm not saying it was. It was. The rules are completely broken. I like minor changes. Like I'm with you. I like the. I like the way they did things. You do need to have a defense. But if you're a fan of defense, you can't be thrilled with how that ends. Because you're not seeing the Bills' top-ranked defense at the end of that game. Mahomes is magical as it is. Kelsey's one of the best, if not the best, pass-catching tight end in the game. Um, Tyreek Hill is the best deep threat in the game. Like that's You've got so many great pieces. Let, let, just quick break. Just take a second. You know, I don't know. Get, get some cryotubes over on the side. I don't know. What to, like some, just something where you give everybody a chance like to tr- treat it like an eye poke in, in freaking MMA. Yeah, walk out, have the ref walk over to the sideline, take a look at the defense. Okay, you guys got to go back out there. All right? Are you guys ready to go back out there? <laughs> hey, everybody, look over there for a second. Breathe. <laughs> Hands on your hips, kids. Arms <laughs> up. Let's go. Like, I just, just to give it the best chance to be representative of the skill on the field. That's all I want. We got a suggestion here from at Sir Burt. Uh, you asked me this before the show. You weren't quite sure what the hell he was talking about the overtime rules. He wrote in, guys, Maybe the NFL should change their overtime rules to mirror beer pong rules. In beer pong, team that makes the final cup first 
gets ball first. So in the NFL, the team that held the lead gets the ball first. It would be fun to see teams go for two instead of kick an extra point to tie since they know they won't get the ball back. That's pretty cool. Initially, when I heard the beer pong suggestion, I'm like, oh, Patrick Mahomes is going to try to dunk it with one hand. Someone's going behind the back left-handed. This actually is why I don't want the overtime to get expanded to Sir Bird's point here on Twitter. Because if it went 10 minutes, if you actually win the coin toss, you defer. You would actually let the other team receive because of what Sir Bird just suggested. If they score kick the extra point, you can win the game with the two. Um, this is I love Corey from Greenwich, but Corey, how about overtime where kickers go back? How far can they go until they miss? No, Corey, that's not football. No, no, no. Like, like, like if you want to, I, I loved, I, I love the skills competition. I'd love to see that skills competition. Make that part of the Pro Bowl weekend. I remember the year they did it with it was was Acres and uh, I can't think of who the other kicker Gould. Uh, Acres and Gould. They did that and they did trick shots. That was that was phenomenal, phenomenal. I watched I watched the whole thing. Luckily, they edited it between the kicks, so I don't have to wait for them to walk around and shit. But <laughs> no, that you can't decide. That's too different. Like I said, I think we're close. I just think there has to be something where it isn't. All right, he called he called tails. Oh, it's heads. And everybody, I dude, I said it before before Mahomes even got the ball with 13 seconds left. It was a, it was a group text with you, myself, and in Boston, Dan. I said, I'm going to be really pissed off if a coin toss decides this game after how great it's been. And then I was joking. I was like, well, it's 13 seconds, three timeouts. It's Mahomes. He's going to, he's totally going to get him in field goal range. I was joking, but sure enough, that's what he did. I almost lose my, my love for that because I, because again, whoever won that coin toss, Chiefs defense was not going to be able to stop him. Bill's defense was not going to be able to stop him. And who knows? Maybe five minutes isn't enough time, but at least then I can look at you and go, dude, I didn't let you catch your win. I let you get up and go to your corner. You know, <laughs> I let somebody put ice on your back in a whole night. Like, you, DJ, you, stop the song for a second. We'll let right. you breathe, get the sweat right. off, and go take a piss, and we'll be back out there on the dance floor in a second. Right. So I just, again, I think people think I want this. Like, I don't want the college version. I do enjoy it. It's fun to watch. It's not, it's not pro football. <clears throat> Could you um, imagine, though, Allen and Mahomes at the college overtime? Just 25 yards. <laughs> would have been they there would, no midnight. They'd only use one, one down. Right. It would be the fourth down rule. It was like, all right, there you go. Oh, there you go. Because, I mean, this is Josh Allen is, was four for four on fourth down or something yeah. like that, or he's perfect on fourth down, and, and it didn't make a damn bit of difference, which it, it's, it sucks. I think it's going to be great for next year. Like, you've already got people who were before that game were circulating the picture of Diggs kind of staring up at the scoreboard while the Chiefs celebrated a year ago. I think it's going to be amazing to see what the Bills do, you know, to, to even be more ready to beat the Chiefs next year. You know, I don't know. I, I thought Matt Milano was a better coverage linebacker. I'm just putting it out there. I thought I thought he could get out there and do a little more, but he didn't. Okay, whatever. But uh, no, it, it's it, it was close. It just wasn't it wasn't right. And anybody who's mad at me because I thought you, you know you should continue to strive for perfect in that in that you know get, you got you got some of the greatest minds in the history of sports in that front office for the NFL and these teams. Nobody's sitting down going, "Hey guys, I'm just curious. Can we you know can we give everybody a Red Bull? We can even sponsor it. We we'll call it the Red Bull break." You know, like, like nobody, exactly. yeah, something, nobody's got, nobody's got something that makes it a little bit better. And, and again, in, in full transparency, I like the rule. I like the way it's set up. I just don't think it's fair when you come off the field and go right back on the field. I just don't, there's no other point in the game where that would happen. Halftime, right? You got a 20 minute break or more. So that's the only time that it could possibly happen in the game. 
why don't we do it? Well, or an interception. I should say interception could happen too. But this is a, oh, it's a brand new game, and we're going to decide it by the Bills defense who just got shredded, walks off the field. <laughs> All right, Bills, come on back out. Okay. <laughs> I don't I like, I, No, no thanks. I think there's a better way. I just, uh, I, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm just a fat guy that's complaining. That's what I do. I love that, guys. It is a uh, Tech East Tuesday live from Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, live on the Tech East Facebook page as well as Godzilla's YouTube. Of course, you can uh, you can listen to us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts. Like, I mean, whether it be Apple, Spotify, um, you know, through the through the bathroom door of Uncle Larry's house when he's taking a shower and listening to us. Uncle Larry, we know what you do. It's kind of gross. And, uh, make sure you rate, review, and uh, subscribe. What? I just thought about Uncle Larry. Oh, yeah. You know Uncle what? Larry. Uncle Larry's thinking about you right now while get, he's listening to the podcast. Get, get, get Uncle Larry a gift. Maybe he's watching it. Maybe he's watching you right now. He's like, ooh, nice shirt, guys. Take wow. Uncle Larry, go out and maybe shovel, maybe help down in the basement, the furnaces, the boilers. That's oh. what Uncle Larry was doing. Johnstone Supply in Troy, 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Your place this month in the winter. Maybe you have some issues with your furnace right now. Some boilers. We had some comments on our last show, Levac, where people are already trying to make the change. The John Goodman furnace in stock. Yes. Great boiler deals going on as well. And if you need help or somebody in your family, a friend, save this number in your phone. 518-272-5922. Our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy will help you fix that dilemma in your home or make the changes that are needed. Stop over at 6th Avenue. Find out about the great deals going on, competitive prices with the tools you need this winter to make sure your home is safe. Tom, Rob, Kev, James, all those guys, they're going to help you at the front desk. Hit that number two after you call them up, and they will make sure they give you all the advice they can. Shout out to our guy, George, as well. 518-272-5922. Johnstone Supply in Troy. Visit them on 6th Avenue. And if you see our guy, Tom, talk Don't to Don't say my name. You're not going to want to drop my name at that one. That's another mass text we were in, huh? Yeah. Titan fan that he, he is. Dragged, he dragged me into that, and he knew how I felt. Um, he is he is a uh, – I think he's ended our friendship. He pretty much told me he could never speak to me again. You and I watched uh, every – Did you see the crappy thing he wrote at the top of the – during the was it the Buccaneers game? Guys, I'm rooting for you because that's what friends do. They root for their other friend's team no matter what. <laughs> I've made it very clear about the Titans, okay? I have told you all along, Ryan Tardahill is not an NFL quarterback, okay? He's not. What happened, okay? What happened? Ryan Tardahill. I warned you, Tom, I warned you, and you got mad at me for warning you about, about Ryan Tardahill and his three interceptions. He, he, he's never, he's never going to speak to me again. We watched every single play of that game together at the Hideaway. Shout out to our friends at the Hideaway. Oh, Yes, I missed the hideaway. Yeah, can't wait for them to open back up. They're, yes, I think in like um like early February they'll be able to open all the way. Did you get to look at the kitchen? I uh, did. No sub floor. No sub floor no. in the kitchen right now. Also, shout out to Doctor Dreer. I'm sure we'll give him some more shout outs later on. He was hanging with us, that. his son as well. Really cool stuff there. Yeah, Tennessee. To your point, Levac, this is just like the Cowboy thing we talked about in the same spot last week. You said all year, Mike McCarthy's the issue. Mike McCarthy's the issue. What happens when the game matters the most? Mike McCarthy makes a controversial play where his team's not coached up. Here we go, Titan fan. You've got the season on the line multiple times. Your defense could not have done anything better. Joe Burrow is getting sacked and beat up. Nine sacks, 68 yards lost. They, Joe Burrow lost more yards being sacked than the entire team's rushing total. 68 yards lost being sacked, 65 total rushing yards. A.J. Brown is playing well. 
looking like the phenomenal one. A Julio Jones sighting at one point during the game. Derrick Henry is back. You're, the game's at home. You got everything you need to win that game, and Ryan Tannehill can't make a play for you. Ryan, T- Ryan Tardell. Ryan Tardell's a problem. We were waiting and waiting and waiting. You and I were like, okay, this could be the Titans moment. The Titans got to take advantage. The Titans got to make a play. Everybody else on the team was stepping up and making plays, but when it mattered the most, Tannehill did not take the step forward they needed. And Titan fan can look back and say, what else does this team need? That's a really good team that just did not have the plays they needed to make in that game. And I want to give credit to the Bengals, but hell, the Bengals didn't either. There was no. one offensive touchdown in that entire game. The, the, the Titans looked rusty early. Uh, Bengals, like, I just, the Bengals have that it factor already of a team that's going to claw, scratch, find a way to win. That's they should have lost this game though. The Titans should have won this game. And, and I look, I picked the Titans. I wagered relatively heavily on the Titans, responsibly but heavily on the Titans. And all along was convinced. Like I started the real reason I started needling our guy Tom over at Johnson Supply is right up until probably 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, maybe a little less than that. I was convinced that the Titans were going to find a way to win that game. Not cover, which would have pissed me off, but win the game. I was convinced. I was setting him up for the good old, yeah, gotcha, LeVac. And then the, the Titans went, yeah, gotcha, Tom. Like, that's what happened. Like, they just, they, Ryan Tannehill is, is, is good. He's not great. He was a wide receiver in college. He was a scrub in Miami. And reports are he's a dick in the locker room. So if you're going to be a dick in the locker room, you better be phenomenal on the field. And and he's not. He's not. And he cost you that game. If you want to have swag, if you want to have confidence, hell, if you want to be cocky, you better be able to back it up, right? Was it was it the rapper Jadakiss? No, I'm not cocky. I'm confident. If you ask me the best, it's a compliment. Was that Jadakiss who once said that? Because yeah. Joe Burrow's got that. Yeah. The kicker for the Bengals has it. Oh my god! Right? Let's like, start out. Yeah, didn't didn't he? What did he right, he right before he went out to kick the field goal? He didn't he go up to to Burrow and say, "Looks like we're going to the AFC Championship or something." I was like, <laughs> "Good for warm you." Warm ups, just warming up. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it looks you. like we're going to the title game. And Joe Burrow's got the swag to him too, smoking like, the cigars after yeah. every single playoff win. Burrow is likable in a, in a cocky way. Like he's 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 obviously cocky, but it comes off his confidence because he's likable. Uh, Ryan McCarthy. I was actually going to bring this up. Remember a few weeks ago when I said Tannehill is this generation's Dilfer? I'd like to issue a public apology for that remark. Yeah, you owe Dilfer an apology. Dilfer wouldn't have like blown up the you know the stats, but he also wouldn't have thrown three picks. He would have got he would have got his teeth kicked right. in before he would have thrown three picks. Speaking of getting your teeth kicked in, Joe Burrow, throw the damn ball away. What are you doing, Joey? Stop it. I think Dude. I'm a little worried. Like Joey might get wheeled off the field in Kansas City. They need to figure out what <laughs> they should do. No matter what the result is of the game this weekend or the rest of their season, do what the Angels did in the Major League Baseball draft. The Angels, in the most recent draft, just drafted pitchers. I want the Bengals to draft nine linemen, all offensive <laughs> linemen. Just have them all out there at once. They're not even in positions. Like, just figure it out. Just whatever it is. Can we have one sit like this? The other one sit like <laughs> nothing but offensive linemen for the Bengals for the next entire, you know, two drafts. Could be 15 of them out there. Some, I mean, it's... You've got you've got all the weapons you need on offense. You've got your franchise quarterback who is going to get killed if you don't protect him. I don't hate your plan. I don't hate your plan at all. I let me ask you this for the Titans. How much better of a quarterback do they need 
to be playing to be hosting the AFC Championship this week. They get Derek Carr, they're done. It's over, right? Lock it up. Ooh. Road to the Super Bowl goes through Tennessee. That's a great. I'll tell you what, the first two who jumped in my nine and neither one is going to go there, but I thought Dak Prescott and I thought Baker just because one's a playoff team, one didn't make the playoffs. Derek Carr is better. Think, I don't think Baker is much better than Tannehill. I think Baker would try to make more confident throws. I think the Burrow thing was just in my head, but the Derek Carr thing is great. That's actually a really good fit for him. I would take Derek Carr over Ryan Tannehill for that oh. offense and that scheme. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, like, I, I, Carr is the better of the two quarterbacks. Is he enough? He is, right? I mean, basically, if Tannehill, if, if Ryan, Tan, Ryan Tannehill's final stat line for that game was 15 of 24, 220 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, sacked once. If he's 15 of 24, if he's 220 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, they win that game. One interception, they cover. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, Carr would destroy it. Like, to be able to hand the ball to Derrick Henry, too, like, they've got to be lining up to be the quarterback of this team. Lining up, I would think. But I, I just, I think that you, you got to do something this year. You got, you got to. You just got to. The lovely Jamie is leaving. Thank God. Now we can be dudes. I'm going to do it my belt. <laughs> no, um, all right. So, <clears throat> Titans uh, go down to the game winning field goal. Bills go down to the game winning touchdown. Which I mean, like in all sincerity, like the the Chiefs are the only home team that won this weekend. Everybody lost in that field goal way, but uh, yeah, Bengals. I'm excited. I, I love what they're doing. I think there's a there's a very solid future ahead of them if they if they don't let Burrow get just annihilated each and every game. But it, I I think it, it will. I mean, we'll do a little pre pick coming up, but. To, <laughs> A little worried about his life coming up uh, next week. Uh, the other Saturday game, this one caught me completely off guard. Completely off guard. 13-10, Niners outlast the pack. The Garoppolo throws the ball 19 times, 131 yards, one interception, and they win the game. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 225 yards in the air, no touchdowns, no picks. I mean, this this Niners team, are they just built to beat? Aaron Rodgers in the pack? Like, is that is that the deal? I want to say yes, but I feel like saying yes is too simple because of how well – this is going to sound strange. Green Bay played fine. Like yeah. Green Bay's defense – think about this. Green Bay never trailed for the entire game until the final play, yeah. and Green Bay's defense did not allow a touchdown, yet they lost that game. So, you know, people could have right. easily criticized and said, we've seen a lot of games this past weekend that a defense needs to make a play, step up, blitz, cover, whatever. That's not Green Bay's defense that loses that game. We could do the whole thing again. We just did with Tannehill about Aaron Rodgers, that he's got to make more plays and everything yeah. else. But the Niners' defense, like you just said, they controlled the ball. They had a game plan to slow down Rodgers. They were able to do it. Drag him in the mud. That's it. And it wasn't even one of these games where we thought over the last few years, like, Rodgers needs weapons. Rodgers needs help. Rodgers needs... Okay, it wasn't like that. It was San Francisco playing really well. Do you know who the leading receiver for the Packers was? Ooh. Uh, I mean, I, I think I knew this, and I blocked it out of my brain. It's not A.J. Dillon, was it? Out of the it, backfield or something? No, no. Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Okay. Nine catches, 129 yards. Now, 75 of those was one catch. But still, uh, nine for 129 versus Devontae Adams, nine for 90. Like, like And then Lazard had one. Uh, Mercedes Lewis had a catch for no no yards, no yards. With the weather, do we can we? Are you allowed to blame how cold it was when you're at Green Bay? Nah, you can't, right? No, that'd be like that'd be like a fish going. Well, sure, you caught me in the lake, but uh, it was really wet and I couldn't get any traction. 
Like, you know, it's like that's your that's your it's pretty bad. The team from San Francisco looked like they were built more for the cold and the tundra than the team who plays in the cold and the tundra, the frozen tundra. You want to talk about Packer fan, a true disappointment and underwhelming. Think about what's happened. This, this is a long, wide ranging answer, but 30 years, 30 years. The Green Bay Packers have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers as their quarterbacks. Two Hall of Famers for 30 years. <laughs> three Super Bowl appearances, two wins. 30 years, three yeah. Super Bowls, right? Yeah. Favre lost to the Broncos yep. and beat the Patriots, and Rodgers beat Pittsburgh. Correct. How? How, how has Green Bay as an organization never figured out a way in 30 years with those two to get to more to Super Bowls, even win more? That's the well, biggest Mike McCarthy. Sure, Mike McCarthy was in there. But, like, if you're a Packer fan, your team is great the regular season. Yeah. Like, I feel for Packer fan. I know you've had so much success with those quarterbacks, but this has been constant choke after choke in each year. Like, this whole storyline that we're doing now is different than the year before and different than the year before. Even though San Francisco has been a part of this, they've got some different impact players from previous seasons. Green Bay has never been able to finish it off, and it's wild to think that, so many times people had the Packers as the preseason favorite to win. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Hell, he still might win the MVP. Yeah. And they were never good enough. And now the Debo question, Samuel is, is the MVP. Oh my I'm sorry. God, like, how is he not? Like, him hobbling off the field just scares the hell out of me for the future. But let me, all right, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me shine this turd. Let me okay. do a little polishing for you. Right. Let me know if this works out for you. As a Raider fan, you make the playoffs, you lose, it sucks. But part of me was almost relieved in a weird way. Like, like I would have much preferred to win. Don't get me wrong. But now if you do decide to go with a different head coach than your interim head coach, Rich Passaccia, you can look around and go, yeah, he got us there, but we need a person who's going to get us a win there. And that's where we're going to go. Like, if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, is there a part of you that goes, it sucks that we lost, but why in the world am I putting up with Aaron Rodgers' crap to not beat the Niners all again? So does it somehow make it a little easier to swallow the fact that Rodgers is most likely gone. Yes. And, and you laid that out really well. The answer is yes, that you're moving on to a new part of your franchise. All right, I'm done for the show. That was it. That's all I had. <laughs> That's, really That's all I had. I've had like two good points. I'm done. I was going through the rider. Wee! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's better. I think some Packer fans are sick and tired of Rodgers. Here, here's the thing with Rodgers, okay? This is going to be a weird analogy, but hang with me, okay? Do you have a friend that has a, a special talent, like somebody who can juggle? somebody who can i don't know sing really well whatever that hidden talent is like you know like wow that's really cool so and so can juggle or sing or whatever it's entertaining oh you mean one that like catches off guard not one you already know about yeah okay. all right yeah so okay aaron Rodgers. whether you're a french he can shoot ping pong never mind i don't <laughs> want to talk about it whether you agree or disagree with aaron Rodgers' take that's besides the point here what i'm trying to say is that aaron Rodgers wants everyone to say look how smart i am look at right. me right. i'm saying things educated and i'm saying things that i believe in and i'm Actually, well-spoken, again, whether you believe him or not. The right, point right, is, right. is that Aaron Rodgers constantly wants people to say how smart he is. Kind of like the person who's juggling and saying, look how talented you are. Look how great of a singer you are. Like, very Roethlisberger-like from Rodgers yeah, here. Right. That's the issue with Packer fan. Like, Aaron, cool. You know how to talk. Can we focus on this over here, though? Hey, I know you can juggle. I'm trying to watch the game. You know what I'm getting at with Rodgers? <laughs> right. I mean, like, that's what he became. Right. He became too much of a look at me. Look how smart I am. You know look, what, I'm you a know doctor. You know Enough, give, let, me, let, me give you the, uh, let me give you the example that's going to that's gonna piss off woke people. Um, he's the supermodel who wants to be appreciated for her mind. 
That's exactly it. That's and it's it. like, and it's like, I'm more than happy to appreciate your mind, but damn, you're hot, and you're in a bikini, like, <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers. I get it. You want to host Jeopardy. You want everybody to know you're the the smartest guy in the room. Be the smartest guy on the field every each and every week. And, and look, he's really freaking good on the field, but you got to put up with that crap too. The the hot crazy scale with him is is very evenly balanced, you know. But I just I think if you're Green Bay and that that community, like team is owned by the community, and like my my cousin is is a diehard Packers fan. He owns like he's got the certificate. I think his mother bought it for his birthday a couple of years ago. So he's an owner of the team now. You know. He doesn't have any say. It's not like he can call up or, or he, he doesn't get special parking and get free tickets, none of that. But he's an owner of the team. That mindset has to go through the team. As weird as Favre could be, Favre was that dude. Like, you could see Favre driving a tracker. You could believe that maybe just maybe if they needed to him, he's out, he's out with a shovel before the game, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, Aaron Rodgers is smarter than you. Just ask him. And it's and that's just – I don't – I can't imagine – like, obviously – Let's say Jordan Love is your next quarterback, and he sucks. People are gonna be like, "How'd you let How'd you let Rodgers leave?" But let's say Love is average, and the Packers are still a dominant football team. They're still a you know top two, three seed going to the playoffs. I, I the the good riddance to bad rubbish mantra that you're gonna hear out of them, and I'm gonna believe it. I'm gonna believe it. It's gonna be pretty deafening. It's gonna be so loud. I know we're really far <clears> away <throat> from it, but there's a chance that the Packers could still be a playoff team next year without Rodgers. I think so. The North is going through a lot of changes with the Bears getting a new head coach, the Vikings a new GM and a head coach, the Lions have not been competitive. There's a chance, whether it's Love, whether it's a veteran who's going to be a free agent, it's a chance they can be a playoff team still. I think I wish I probably should save this for the question at the end, but it's it's relevant right now. Ryan McCarthy is Levac proposing an Aaron Rodgers diagonal, much like the Vicky Mendoza diagonal. Yes. Yes, I am. A skill to crazy. It's it, We've done it in the NFL for years. The oldest joke in a book. It, well, not the oldest joke in a book. It's, it only goes back to, you know, Dahmer. If Jeffrey Dahmer had 4-4 four, four speed, the NFL would say it had an eating disorder. Like, that's like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You keep winning, and I don't care. I can forgive you for, you know, the talking down to everyone about vaccines and everything else. Like, I because you know, I really don't care if he's vaccinated. I know that's not popular. Opinion. I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted. I, that I should have safety. I feel good about the world. Yeah. Do whatever the hell you want. Like you guys could be the biggest anti-vaxxer on the planet. Not, you don't have a stance on it as far as I know, at least not publicly. I wouldn't give a shit because I, you know, I'm vaccinated. I don't care. Now, if you get me sick and I lose something, I'm, then we, then we got to fight. Then it's like, ah, poke you right in the eye. Um, but, but yeah, but yeah, no, there's crazy hot skill. Crazy. Like why not? Yeah. hundred percent. I'm in. That's why I love Derek Carr so much. He's not the best quarterback in the NFL, but he's very damn good. And he almost never causes a problem. The worst thing he ever did was piss off his offensive line because he told me he didn't want to kneel him before the game. He said, I only kneel before God. I was like, okay, cool. That's it. And then they like let him get hit, but whatever. But aside from that, he's never, what's he ever done? And if Nothing. he gets Devontae Adams back, ooh, like the college days, baby, look out for the Raiders. It's very possible. I, I think we've done a good job avoiding the game I don't want to talk about. Uh, it didn't give me a lot of sleep, happen. though, Levesque. It didn't give me a lot of sleep that okay, game. That's going to be next, too, by the way. Um, the the sleep could be, I mean, I don't know if you've, do you snore? Do you have a snore? Do you ever, do you ever wake up a little bit of a sore throat? You wake up, you're not fully rested. Maybe you got a little bruised, uh, bruised rib cage from the missus throwing elbows at you because you're snoring. I can help you. You got to call the Integrative Sleep Center. In Boston Spa, Doc Fred Dreer, he is the man, 518-885-6185. See the logo right up, where is it? Over here, there it is. There's the logo right above me. Integrative Sleep Center, Boston Spa, 
518-885-6185. The opposite of where you think it is is where it's going to be. There you go. See, that's what I'm learning. Um, the, the beauty is this, right? So I used to have the most horrendous snoring known to man. Like, again, I got, I got a call from Santa's else. And they were like, listen, we need you to, we need you to, to you know, consider asking Santa for uh, some kind of anti-snoring device. And I'm like, what are you guys talking how, how do you even know this number? They're like, we can hear you here. We thought polar bears were farting every night, but it turns out it's you <laughs> snoring. And, uh, and I, saw, I was like, listen, listen, Cupcake and, and Jelly Bean, um, Santa's house, we're, we're on a first-name basis now. It, I was like, I don't snore. They're like, you do snore. They're like, do you head bob when you're driving on gray days? I'm like, maybe. They're like, do you have a sore throat? Do you lose your voice periodically for no reason? Maybe. Call Doc Fred Dreer. How about that? He can beat your Santa. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer. It's amazing. It's a mouthpiece. It's not a mask. I don't want to look like Darth Vader. I took it out in my sleep the other night. I woke up with a sore throat like you wouldn't believe. Because my nose must have locked. I took it out. I just, but now I like, I, and it makes such a difference. 518-885-6185. Um, my cousin Dave, I was just talking about the one who's a big Packers fan. He just went. Um, we got a bunch of people. Um, my, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'll say it any damn way. Uh, Jeff Herodin, one of the, uh, one of the, the Herodin family who own Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet. My understanding is he's made the call. Oh, nice. And he's in shape. So it just it's not just for fat folks like myself. People snore. I have a I have a I have a large palate. <laughs> How you hey, doing? What's up? Sub ladies. Um, but yeah, give the call. Make it happen. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsam Spa help me sleep better. They gonna help you sleep better too. It's just an all-around good dude. Yeah, ask about the Giants coming up in 2022 and his brand new TV. Yeah, he won a TV. Won a TV at the raffle. I'm he's cool. in the he's in the pick and pool with us at the hideaway. And a big raffle and everything, you know, help the staff out over there because obviously not a chance to make any money. And, uh, yeah, Dr. won, won, a, won a TV. And he won Giants tickets. Yeah. So, uh, Doc, how about you take me to the Giants game? I know your kid was with you and you were like, hey, father, son, stuff, whatever. I kind of look at you like a dad, even though you're not much older than me. Um, <clears throat> I started calling him dad. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> every time you say that, all I can think of is like when we were at our old job. <laughs> Whenever somebody new was coming in, like a new boss, whatever, guys would like as soon as as soon as like I would make eye contact for 30, 13 seconds, just long enough for the Chiefs to score a field goal. And guys would instantly look at me and go, I'm not gonna call him dad. I'm not gonna call him. And I would to this day, anytime you say anything about father stuff, I just all I can think of is is <laughs> God saying I'm not gonna call him dad. Our guy Paulie is here. Uh, he just he must he just went grocery shopping. We got the hot dog roller in the uh, in in my office. I don't know why it's in my office. Um, the hot dog guy. There he there is. is. Paulie. Paulie Wieners. Um, he, he's got a bunch of, like, expensive Deets and Watson hot dogs. He goes for the quality stuff, guys. It's good. Out. I can tell. All right. Let's talk about the game you don't want to talk about. Now, I officially get an extra pick. Well, we'll talk about it next. Yes. We'll talk about it next. 30-27, the Rams almost got Brady. They were, they were just, like, they were they – were, Oh, so close. They were, they were like uh, jelly beans, wee wee, away from getting um, Brady's man. 30 27, they get the win. Stafford looked really good this game. Brady looked really good this game. Um, but the Rams got out to that nice lead. It evaporated, but didn't fully evaporate. They get the field goal, they get the win, keeping with the three point win on the road. I feel really good about my pick for the Rams to win it all now because to have Brady coming after you. Late in the game, big comeback, uh, you know, field goal win kind of thing, like whatever, and uh, and to live through it, man, you got to feel bulletproof right now if you're the Rams. Oh man, I have as a fan of the Buccaneers, and if you're a Buccaneer fan, I was talking to our guy Matt Woods earlier. I have not cheered for the Buccaneers like that since I was a kid, like twenty plus years. 
back to the day with Ricky Prohl and Tampa in that 11-6 final in the NFC title game. Because all the Tampa playoff Ricky games, Prohl. they had the one with... Isn't Ricky Prohl actually um, Colin Taylor? Colin Taylor is the yeah. same person, right? <laughs> they had a game against Washington like 15 years ago in the Giants when I was a senior, uh, like 07-08. But those games weren't like this. And even their playoff run last season, they were on the road for every game. Every game was basically decided. Right. The, the Washington game was a little close. The Super Bowl was a three-touchdown game. This game, initially out of the gates, I know you've had a lot of games like this. I knew they were done. Right? I knew I'm like, oh, God, they can't block Dar- Donald. My guy, our pet's getting killed. Donovan Smith's getting bullied by Von. Von Miller was incredible. Oh, my God, yeah, In yeah, yeah. Hall the, of Fame, all that stuff you want to talk about, Von Miller. He looked, Von he looked six years younger. Great. And it wasn't fun to watch that. As real, a, real talk, Buccaneer. real yeah. talk. How many times have you looked at your Buccaneers and said they're done and they're not like, you know what I mean? Like, cause you've got Brady. So it's a little different. Like, do you think like 50, 50 are usually dead on double digits at least over the last two years. And especially with Winston, you're and, usually right. No, I'm usually, usually they okay. usually come back. I'm like, Oh, they're toast. And Tom Brady finds a way. And it's okay. awesome. Uh, when cause I'm uh, this year, I would like, if, if you like those cash out features on a lot of the, like I think DraftKings has one. If I cashed out every time I was convinced the Raiders were going to lose this year, I wouldn't have cashed on the Raiders once. I would have cashed out early the entire, like maybe three games that I and, and I probably would have lost one of them. But like, like Carr has got a great track record of winning late, and I still gave up on them almost every game. So I'm kind of I just want to see if yeah, because I would be wrong all the time. If it wasn't Tom Brady, I probably would be hitting that cash out button a lot more yeah. like you would. Yep. Uh, I thought it was officially done too when they make the play where Brady fumbles in the fourth, Rams get the ball back up 20 and then the wild snap by Stafford or center to Stafford of miscommunication. They're in that game. And I know bills fans, you feel heartbroken over that 13 second play Mahomes and everything else, the whole situation there. Buccaneer fans like me, you come all the way back down 20. You score with a minute to go and a credit to where credits to find the clip. If you can watch it, it's worth it. Jeff Saturday and Ryan Clark go on ESPN after the game ends, and they broke it down so perfectly. People are going to say, why'd you blitz? Why'd you blitz? Fair enough. Here's why they did it. Levante David, who has been one of the long-tenured Buccaneers, the guy, okay? He decides, like he's some random kid playing backyard football, to not blitz. They had a perfect blitz (laughs) set up for him. Jeff Saturday and Ryan Clark did it so well. They're like, here's where Levante David is going to come. The Rams are going to have five guys to block six, and Levante David is going to blow up Matthew Stafford's sack if they're going to overtime. He just never came. He just never blitzed them. He tried going into coverage, and because he goes into coverage, it screws up the DB, and then the DB watch cup. I'm just like, oh, my God. You get beat, you get beat. Cooper Cup's arguably the best receiver of the NFL. That happens. Yep. It sucks, but, hey, you beat us. Odell goes up, makes an unbelievable catch. Cool. But a veteran linebacker going rogue and saying, nah, nah, nah not blitzing. Nah. Oh, my God. Levac, it hurts even more on this Tuesday talking it out loud again. Oh, my God. Uh, um, uh. I mean, Mike Evans was phenomenal. Great. He looked great. Gronk, again, looks younger out there. Um, I, I guess I hate to do this to you. Is Brady your quarterback next year? Do you think yes. he comes back for one more? Because he, he was he sure as hell wasn't a problem. 
He threw the ball 54 freaking times in this game. It's it's weird, the Brady thing, because that story got leaked on that set Sunday morning, and Schefter and a lot of ESPN people were covering it. Like, could this be Tom Brady's last game? Right. And, was, and I actually was – Well, because he said till 45 or whatever before. Yeah. So it opened the door for that speculation. I, I'm all about walking away before it's over. But, like, I think if you guys won this year, he walks away. I just I, – I don't I, – I listen, if I'm Bruce Arians, I don't let him walk away. Because if I'm Bruce Arians, the second the second Brady says he's out, I I walk over to either Todd Bowles or Byron Leftwich and I go, Tag, you're it. I'm out too. I don't I'm not breaking in another quarterback. That's the rumor. Okay, so that's the rumor going out there is that look, if Tom Brady was gonna retire, we feel like there'd be a lot more fanfare to it. Like the end of that game doesn't feel like the end of Brady's career. I know there's a clip that's going viral from his podcast that said like his We've heard this stuff for like six years. His wife doesn't like when he gets hit. He wants to spend more time with the family. We've heard all that stuff before. I know Gronk thanked the Tampa fans on Twitter. I think Gronk's done. I think Gronk's done. He actually played pretty well this season. Oh, yeah. He played played probably as good as he's played, especially considering the fact that you you lost God when you lost uh, Antonio Brown. Well, you didn't lose Antonio Brown. You know where he is. You just don't want him. Um, You know, you lost a lot of of real weapons out there, and he looked. He looked fantastic. If anything, I think he's going to pull the old, uh, you know, ride in on the on the the white steed, week six or seven. You know, like if, if and that's only if Brady plays. If Brady doesn't play, Gronk's one hundred percent done. Yeah, what I was gonna, I felt like what Brady and Gronk were doing is you mentioned Byron Leftwich. If they say Brady and Gronk, they're coming back for one more run, there's a chance Leftwich will come back. Right now, if they're gone, I would be surprised if Leftwich is still on the staff because he's getting some interviews now. So. I'm cool with that, by the way, because I don't want Byron Leftwich to leave. Well, here's the thing: if if Bruce Arians does in fact go, let's let's go, let's let's blow it up, right? Let's just blow it up. Brady, you know what? Good run. I'm the goat. I'm walking away. Bye, everybody. Gronk, what he said. I'm out. Peace. I'm Bruce Arians. I, again, I look around and I go, I'm out. Which one? You know, either Todd Bowles or Byron Leftwich is the next coach of of Tampa Bay. So you got to make the decision sooner than later. I would assume it's Bowles. Bowles because you think Leftwich would lead Tampa? No. Well, also he's got the longer tenure with Arians. I think I think if you're if you're Tampa, is it Light? Is that the dude's name? Lichty? Yeah, Light. Lichty. He's like Joe Shane. Yeah. Spelled wrong, right? If you're gonna listen to Arians a little bit, I would assume Arians would go, look, Byron's awesome. If you can keep them both, keep them both. The guy who's ready is Todd Bowles. That's my guy. I would assume. I mean, who knows? It could be. I could be completely off base. I'm just, just kind of making it up as I go along. But I would think Bowles would be your next head coach. I don't like that as much as Leftwich. Leftwich is the shiny new toy. Yeah. Think about Bowles. If you know, look, look what he did with the Jets. The Jets. The last time the Jets were competitive, Todd Bowles was their was their coach. I almost said quarterback. If he can quarterback and play coach and, and be the head coach, let's go. And I, I like a little in football at least. I like a little rah rah from the head coach. I don't know if it always works for every athlete in every locker room, but for Buccaneer fan, you had successful coaches who won you championships were John Gruden and Bruce Arians. There's a little bit of swag. I don't know if Todd Bowles matches that. And maybe that's unfair. Like, hey, you don't need the same style of coach to win. I would be more excited with Brian Leftwich. You made a good case there for Todd Bowles, but the idea that Brady, Gronk, and Leftwich can all still come back for Tampa, I'm not losing out on hoping that until one of those three decides it's not happening. All right, so the Buccaneers are out, the final game of the weekend. We kind of talked about this one already, but I'll go ahead and just uh, just bring it up again. The Bills end up losing to the Chiefs 42-37, to one of the most exciting games I've ever seen, um, you know, until the end. 
and then uh, less exciting for me once the coin toss happened. But Josh Allen throws for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Brady throws – I'm not sorry, Brady. Mahomes, new Brady, I'll call him. Uh, throws for 378 yards, three touchdowns. Neither neither one throw a pick. Both get sacked twice. Both ran like the Dickens. Seven yards, seven carries, 69 yards. Nice. For Mahomes, 11, 68 for Allen. And by the way, there was a prop bet of over 45 and a half yards for both of them. I didn't do it because I'm a puss. Ah. That would have been a great one. I think it was like plus 450 or something too. But just the two of them are going to be are going to be battling forever. It's it's great. I love it. Um, Gabe Davis has the game of his career. Is the game of most people's careers. Two hundred one receiving yards, four times. Like he had an arena football game. Like that's those those are those are Darius Prince empire numbers. You could argue that <laughs> you could seriously argue the greatest performance by any wide receiver in any playoff game ever. It's it's definitely and and the fact that just every time Allen dropped back, I was like, well, this fourth down. This is what this is when it ends. This is when the this is when everything comes to a screech. Oh, oh, a touchdown. Okay, <laughs> like it just it was it was a it was a phenomenal game. I just didn't I. I think overtime needs to be tweaked a little bit, but no reason to believe that we're not going to see these two teams play each other a bunch of times in the postseason for years coming forward. As those Gen Zers say who like the podcast, inject it into our veins. Forever, Bills, Chiefs, to the moon, any other expression you want to use. Loved it. Great game, all-time classic, one of the great divisional games of all time. You've heard all those compliments before. We are lucky as football fans that we're going to get Allen versus Mahomes for years to come. I know ESPN Pro Football Focus tossed some graphics up there that said, Look what the AFC is for the future. You've got these guys. You've got uh, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. The future of the AFC is incredible to see these quarterbacks, but there's something special and different about Allen versus Mahomes because they can move, they can throw, they've got – I mean, what else, what else can I say besides that this is going to be one of the great rivalries in the NFL. The only thing we want to see different is at one point Buffalo get over the top and get to that Super Bowl. In clutch. I mean, you just the two of them, like like Mahomes had some down moments this year where you're like, oh, looky, looky, looky. And now all of a sudden it's like when it matters most, he's out there just slinging it. Allen again, you know, whatever. He just he's willing his team to victory at times. Uh just just so much fun. So much fun to watch. So like if you if you're one of those teams, chance, who uh, you know, probably could have had either one, your pick of those two guys and didn't take either. <laughs> How about the Bears? Let's get a little Mitch Trubisky in your life instead of either one of those guys. That sounds like a great thing for you. Sorry about your sorry about your luck, your life and, and your, your choices. Um, but no, awesome, awesome. But if I'm not mistaken now, I get six picks in our Super Bowl challenge where you only get five. Correct. Because yeah. before the season started, you had Bucks over Bills in the Super Bowl. I had Rams over Chiefs. Both my teams still alive. How are your teams? They are not alive. Ha ha! Yeah. Can you imagine if that if that's actually how it goes down? Like if it is if it is Rams over Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Do you you if you're annoyed by me when I'm right normally, just get ready. Just get ready. And by the way, for anybody who's sitting in a seat I used to sit in, you better have had it too because otherwise I'm going to have to smack you around publicly a little bit. I'm going to have to run my mouth a little bit. I'm going to have to run my mouth. You know, vote for us for that Times Union thing just because I've got, I've got two of the final four in my Super Bowl. Well, hang on a second. I thought you left in June. How would they have known your pick? You gave it in June? No, 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 no. I'm saying they better have done as well. Oh, <laughs> they better, they better, they better. Have I never it. think of it like that. Okay. All right. I'm just, look, I like everybody. <laughs> I'm still friends with all the people. I just want, I would want my due. I would want somebody to go. He's better than we are. 
That's all I would ask at that point. I haven't asked them to say it previously, even though I know it's true and they know it's true. Uh, <laughs> now, what if somebody went 0-4 on their picks, 0-2 on future bets? That was me. What should I do? Well, now? that's right. You like you have to you you add humanity to Levac and God's. Okay. <laughs> like there's my perfection, and then there's what you do, and we even out at greatness. Bengals taking on the Chiefs. Niners taking on, you know, they're taking on the Rams. Rams. By the way, I this feel like, weekend, I feel, I feel like I feel like the Bengals are in a world of hurt. Yeah. And I'm, I think you got to take the, the. It's like a three and a half, four point game. I think you got to take the Niners. He's won six straight. He's won six straight. McVay, McVay's lost to Shannon six six straight times. You get the points with the Niners. I think you got to roll with it. I think and you got to do it early before the number moves. I'm going to give my pick on our second show this week. I'm not like that's not my official pick. Yeah, but that's like instant instant look. I just I think that Chris Jones, uh, Frank Clark are going to eat Joe Burrow. Like literally, you'll see them like like a turducken on a Madden cast, and um. I think the Niners will keep that thing a fight, but hopefully the Rams will get it done for once. If it's going to be a home field advantage in L.A. for the Niners. Yes. You see what they're doing? They're just blocking the tickets. They're trying to block it. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. San Francisco's going to, it's going to be a lot of red in that stadium. I just, I just did a quick uh, Chiefs laying seven, uh, Niners plus three and a half, and, uh, and then I parlayed the two. I don't, I don't know if that's what I'm going to do ultimately. I didn't go big on it, but I said just because while you were talking, I felt, the, I felt the spirit move me to jump in there before the lines move around. You know what I mean? I had to get the in there. Moved Felt the spirit move me. I did. I did. Got a lot. Of, I got a lot of. Uh, I, I did. I did very well. I did very well with the Rams. Um, not so well. If the Bills had won outright money line, oh girl, oh, girl, I'll tell you what, we would be doing this show from somewhere warm because we'd be on vacations. Um, I'm glad but, you did well. I did that. Yeah, I did. I did well. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so. You've got uh, Slovak and Gaz uh, live from the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Studios. Your best way back to normal. So you get these like promotion emails from different places and whatever on wagers, right? So the one I get was bet 75 on, on either the Knicks or the Cavs in last night's game. And you get um, a bonus of bench points for a future wager. So I'm like, Knicks plus six. I like that. They just had a good game. I don't assume the win because they don't like to win back-to-backs. They start like really slow in back-to-back games, like less than 25 points in the first quarter. And a back on the second of a back-to-back game for the Knicks is a really good wager this year. Just put it out there for you. Be responsible. Um, so I was like, you know what? I've got I've got extra money in that account because I did really really well. That's that's the one where I loaded up on the Rams. So I was like, I'll throw 75. I don't know if I did it right on the promo. I don't know if I got the promo money, but I won the bet. Right. <laughs> so I don't even know if I care. I don't even, I'm like, oh, you know what? I care less because I got, I won, uh, you know, what was it, 69 something or other on that. So I was, I was pretty happy with, with that wager. Um, but it's just one of those ones where when I'm, when I'm, it's my money, I'm like 75 on the Knicks. Are you, am I there? <laughs> are you out of your mind? Is, are they, is this, is this hockey rules and someone's going to be in the penalty booth the entire time for the other team? Like <laughs> the sin bin? No, I wouldn't have done it, but it's somebody else's money. Rock and roll. <laughs> let's, Sportsbook. let's go. Um, all right. So, so many things to talk about. So many things to go through. Let's go ahead and just kind of look at some of the jobs. New Giants GM. Um, I, I don't even, what's his name? Joe Shane. Joe Shone. Not shown Shane, kind of like Shone. Jason Light, aka Licked. Oh. The spelling's stupid. Just, just spit your name. Just knock it off. Yeah. All right. So 
I mean, obviously, you have Brian Dable getting a second interview today for the Giants. You kind of got to believe Dable is going to make his make his way over to MetLife with his former, you know, assistant GM, who's now the GM. Giants fan, I've heard I've heard mixed reviews. People who just like they'd rather have Flores, they'd rather have this one, they'd rather have that one. I just I I have to believe, even though Brian Dable has a history prior to the Bills not so great with quarterbacks. I think you look at the the relationship that he and Allen had and or, or maybe what he learned from McDermott, if that be the case, I feel like he's my best chance of finding out if Daniel Jones is a real is a, is a real player. Brian Dayball, you said. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Dayball thing is fascinating to me because we know how good Patrick Mahomes is for the Chiefs and Eric Bieniemy is never really – he hasn't been able to land that head coaching job. He's not even talking about this year. No, not even in the mix. Brian Dayball – is he going to benefit from Josh Allen? Is he actually that good of an offensive coordinator? This is one of these things like it feels as if the NFL just looks at, all right, who's the best offense? Sorry, he's the coach. He's the best. I have more questions about him. I wonder if he's just as good because of Allen. But you laid it out there. You have some chemistry, some familiarity between the GM and the head coach. Timeline-wise, Bills fans remember this better than others, so let's just set this up timeline-wise. Remember, Sean McDermott was hired first before Brandon Bean. We almost forget that sometimes. It was McDermott right, first, right. then Bean. Jet fan, remember, it was Adam Gase, then Joe Douglas. So I, let's offer this question. Does it even matter? Does that order matter? Does GM have to come before head coach? Does head coach have to come before GM? Or maybe the Giants are showing right now. If they've worked together and they know how to work together, it doesn't matter who got hired first. We're going to do this together. Maybe that's the biggest care of the whole thing is, can you coexist and have the same mind frame? I think it comes down to probably what it comes down to no matter what order you order, hire people in their working relationship and the structure of your front office. So historically speaking, you bring in the GM first because the head coach answers to the GM. We're seeing more and more now where head coaches have maybe not equal power, but, but at least an open door policy to the owner. So it's not, it's not as structured as it used to be. You get two guys who work well together. I don't think it matters how you how you get them. What what order you get them in? Remember the Bean McDermott thing. You kind of knew when you hired the one, you were getting the other. I felt like I felt like the Bills already were like, okay, we're getting McDermott Bean. You in? Like you know what you know what what do you want to do? So I think as long as they work well together, you're good to go. That's what it comes down to. So if I bring over a GM from an organization, and he wants a guy from his organization. You sure as hell better not be going to the mayors and the tissues going, I just wish he would listen to me. I wish we could work together. Well, why the hell did you bring him over? You know, so so I think I, I like I like having that, like you know what works for me, I know what works for you, and we still want to do this. Like you and I could have never talked sports to each other again. We chose to do it again on a different platform. So, you know, I can't go to somebody afterwards and be like, Oh, I hate talking to gods. You had you were out. <laughs> you chill, you know what I mean? So it's like, so I, I would like to believe that that chemistry works regardless of who gets, who walks through the door first. Yeah, I hope so. And to evaluate, let's say it's Dayball, right? Okay. We yeah. have a track record where we as sports fans, you and I who do this for a profession, we can say, okay, here's where his former stops were. Yeah. How did he perform as a coach, whether it be an assistant role, positional role? Okay. It's really difficult to evaluate an executive position. Yeah. When people get hired for GMs or team presidents, Owner is a little different because it's more like how you manage a business. But if someone wants to tell me, guys, do you guys think, Levant, guys, do you think Joe Shane is a great hire to be the GM? Honestly, I don't know. Like, <laughs> how did he fill out that form, huh? How did he scout out that talent? But well, how much did he else? have to do with with where the Bills are now? The Bills yeah. went from, you know, 
I, I love Rex Ryan. I love I love I love Greg Roman as an offensive coordinator, but they were left in pretty much disarray. Like the Rex that that made the Jets a contender, you know, multiple seasons was not the Rex that you saw in Buffalo. So you needed to bring in people who were going to go, okay, why didn't that work here? And then make it work. Was he part of this or was he was he a recipient of this? And if he was just a recipient, did he learn from it? Because if you're the Giants right now, you're in disarray. Like you got a lot to do. The, the, the cupboard's not bare, but it sure as hell ain't stocked. And the other thing about Shane, if you Google his name, all right, you'll find articles about him. If you put it on YouTube, there's like a cool NFL films feature, like behind the scenes of what he does. But remember, those features are to make that person look good, especially right. if like you know you're going behind the scenes of a GM role. And the other wild part about this, early on, no one knew how old this guy was. <laughs> there were reports out there that he was 38, but he's actually 42. So now it's like, uh, was he just lying to everybody about how old he was? He's a Dominican ball player. What was up with the age stuff? He was in the Little League World Series, so he had to kind of do that. He didn't really have a choice. Um, yeah, the only the only way I don't go Dable is 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 I do. I'm a Flores guy. I like Flores. Or, you know, is there is there any chance that Sean Payton retired from the Saints to get a little leverage, lower the asking price for what the Giants would have to pay to get him out of his contract? Bring Sean Payton home? I'd be all about that. Uh, he might bring. He might try to bring Taysom Hill with him, though, so you should be careful with that. According to Fred on Twitter, it's actually Kevin James who retired, not Sean Payton. That's what I said that in the office. I go, Kevin James plays you in one freaking movie, and then it's over, and then it's all done. <laughs> it's all done. You and Fred on Twitter, <clears throat> he's not allowed to, right? You just can't quit the Saints and go to another team? The Giants would have to buy you out of the contract, yeah. or, they, or they'd have to release you. So, like, what? Let me, let me Riddle me this, Batman. If I'm Sean Payton and I, I do want the Giants job, I know the Giants aren't going to pay, you know, two firsts for me because they need those firsts. Would they pay one? So if I retire first, the leverage is lessened for the Saints. Rumor is he's just burnt. He wants to, he's going to take over Aikman's seat in the booth and all this other crap, whatever. But I'm just saying, you know, hey, Mara, hey, listen, man, Sean, we wish you were around. If you were, what if I retire? What would you pay? Maybe if I do, they'll, you know, pay a little bit and whatever. You guys have to sit and eat, you know, eat all the criticism that you've hired your coach yet for a little bit. But in a, like, a, like a month, I step in. Yes, everybody. Dallas, New York, uh, Miami, that, everybody should try to get Sean Payton. If Sean Payton didn't have Bounty Gate surrounding his legacy, and Greg Williams is a part of that too, he would be talked about as a Hall of Fame coach, one of the great coaches of a generation, all that stuff from his offensive mind to Drew Brees and all that. So, yes, uh, shout out to Ian Rapport. He had this before anybody. Yeah. People were mocking him on the internet, like, why? Like, why was Sean Payton going to walk right. away? Right. So, yeah, you mentioned for those who don't have that perspective about the contract situation and TV, the rumor out there is that Troy Aikman is going to go to Amazon because they're going to offer him a ton of money. And, like you said, Aikman's seat opens up and go to Sean Payton. Maybe he thinks TV's the better role. So, uh, yeah, it's a big blow for New Orleans. As a Buccaneer fan, I'm thrilled that he's gone. So thank you for your service, uh, Sean Payton. We appreciate yeah. you taking down my Buccaneers for all those years. <clears> and, don't uh, let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord split you. That's right. Enjoy your time. Enjoy watching Kevin James and playing PlayStation and doing whatever else you're doing. Is Aikman, is Aikman the new Madden? Like, is he, is he worth it to Amazon? Can't you just get Jay-Z? Uh, <laughs> and then I, just mess with the color contrast of the, of the – uh, <laughs> 
on everybody's computers. You're Amazon. You do whatever you want. I would say Tony Romo should try it again, right? Tony Romo right. should act like he wants to raise again and just jump to Amazon. He's the greatest agent in the world, whoever Tony Romo's is. And Jimmy oh. Kimmel's and Mike Regal's, everybody else's. But uh, no. Seems I, like you just like everybody was an agent. I mean, <laughs> no, man. Yeah. These agents get hooked up. No, that's probably what it is. I think Aikman, rumor out there is he's going to jump and, sh- hey, hell, if Aikman doesn't leave Fox, then Sean Payton can go to Amazon. It's all right. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think the Giants are at least, at least closer to the right path in a while. A lot of the coaching stuff is still is still pretty limbo, and you know, for the, for the most part, so nothing really I think worth jumping out and talking too much about. One, I just I do want to add this part. Our guy Jordan Ronan, he did add this on Twitter the other day. He said, according to what he's hearing, they're going to let him do whatever he wants. They're going to let the head coach and GM whatever you want to get rid of Jones, you want to get rid of Saquon, the Maras. Levesque, maybe I'm off on this pre-Eli benching. I don't remember the mayors being super involved in a lot of stuff. Like post-Eli, that's like Odell, and that's the firing of Ben McAdoo, who now just got hired as the OC in Carolina. Bizarre. <laughs> but I, do you remember that correctly, right? Like the mayors not being hands-on is, I don't think, a new thing. No, well, historically, no. But to the Eli thing is what I think changed a lot of it, where they, they weren't going to allow you to mess with Eli. You, you, you were going to keep Eli until Eli was ready to go. But tell me, tell me a top-flight head coaching candidate who is going to come in shackled. You know, like when there's nine jobs available. It's not like, there's, it's not like you're the only opening, and if I'm Eric Bieniemy, I'm, I'm sick of waiting, I'm going to take that job. No, Brian Dable has been interviewed by, I think, most of the openings, or at least been requested to be interviewed for most of the openings. I think the Raiders haven't requested him because they the Raiders have only requested so far Basaccia, who they already have, uh, Patriots inside linebacker coach Gerard Mayo, 49ers OC D'Amico Ryan's. Those are the only ones that we know of for the Raiders. But like most teams want Dable, so or at least want to talk to him. So if you're Dable, do you look at the Giants and go, okay, I don't see what you saw in Daniel Jones. I think Saquon's a great guy. I think he could be very special, but I don't want to give up the kind of cash. We're, we're caps trash trapped already. I don't want to give that up. And then you go, well, too bad. Okay, well, good luck. Figure out what you're going to do next because now I'm going to Miami, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. So I, I think you you kind of have to open the door. The plus for Daniel Jones is who who you're replacing him with. Who, who's like this year in particular, you know, unless you think you can get, unless you think it's going to be okay, you can get Deshaun Watson or you can get Aaron Rodgers or, you know, whatever. You might as well go to war with him one time and see what he is. You know, go into that camp and do what you did as part of the staff that brought Josh Allen along. You know, this is how you make the huddle. This is how you break the huddle. Okay, you got that? All right. Football 102. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. Football 103. This is how you do this. You this. You know, uh, equipment manager. Make sure his cleats don't catch on the turf when he's wide open running on the field. That's it. I mean, you have to you have to open that door or you limit the guys that are going to want the job. You know what I want on our side? I think I'm going to call him the Sean Payton of Northeastern Insurance. Jared Lozier, the Sean Payton. Think about that. Use that, Jared, if you want. The Sean Payton of Northeastern Insurance. If you're looking to save some cash in 2022 for the things that are important in your life, your car, your home, your valuables, Jared wants to make sure he's finding the right price for you. He's going to do it. He'll give you a quote today. Email him, J-A-R-E-D-L, at nemail.com. I'm still going for the most creative emails. Get the quote. Jared's the man. He's going to hang out with us. He always does whether he likes it or not. Jared, J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. Or give him a call today, 518-956-3753. 518-956-3753. One of our pals, 
I know you'll love him, Levac. He's a cult fan. He's helping people save cash in 2022. Love who? Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance, helping you shop the market to make sure if you're overpaying for your insurance, he's going to stop that and save you that cash you need. Everyone loves saving money. Make it a part of your month this month. It's either email or call Jared. His info on our YouTube sign right here and Apple, Spotify, wherever you may be listening. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance, helping you save cash in 2022, and everybody loves that. Um, my guy, Matt Woods, the man to talk to if you want tickets to the upcoming uh, Empire season, 518-714-2200, extension 101. The guy who was in here just you know, waxing poetic about Hobart with Gazer before he went on, just said to me, he goes, uh, Raiders have officially requested to speak to Todd Bowles. Interesting. How do you feel about that? Uh can we go back in the, earlier in the podcast and talk about Bulls team in Tampa? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe please. What's that? I mean, that around they look bit. like they're going defense. They're like right now, I mean, Bisacci's a special teams guy. You got Mayo, who's the linebacker coach. You got uh, Demi Rounds an OC. But it, like, if you're going to Bulls as well, I'm just I'm like, I'm shocked we're not hearing the Harbaugh name in any kind of official capacity. Um, I'm shocked that they haven't talked like a Brian Flores. Like Flores in the silver and black, oh, that would work. Him in Vegas just scowling at people, you know, that responsibly. You know, like just walking away, oh, it would be, be phenomenal. phenomenal. I, don't, I don't know who the right coach for the Raiders is anymore. I, I, there was a point in my life where I used to sit there and go, I really hope they hire so-and-so. And more often than not, so-and-so sucked. So now I'm just going to sit back and see who the, who the actual contenders are. I think Basachi is a great dude. I just don't think he's the right guy. All the way in. I would love if they find somebody that he would stay and be a part of the, of the staff. But uh, after seeing the way they managed that game in the playoffs against the Bengals, I don't necessarily want any of those dudes back. No Rex Ryan? Um, I love Rex, but no, I don't, I don't need that. Can you imagine a guy with a solid foot fetish loose in Vegas all year long? I just imagine that goes, yeah, forget the Walmart and Bandit. We're at toes. I want some toes out here. No. I, like, I would mind. Like, I would like to see him at least talk to Bill O'Brien. I'm sorry okay. what about Rex. I was going to say there's another, another name being floated out there named Nathaniel Hackett. If you remember him, he has double. Buddy Hackett's good. Yeah, Buddy very Hackett's good. good. Yeah, very good. He has two New York ties. He was formerly the offense coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. He got fired in Jacksonville as Doug Marone's offense coordinator, and he actually used to be the Syracuse Orange offensive coordinator. There's rumors he's going to Denver. What a weird career that is there. You get fired as the Jags offensive coordinator. And then what? Three years later, you might be the head coach of the Raiders or the Broncos. Oh, why the Raiders? AFC West doesn't want to make sure Denver doesn't get them. No, that's okay. You can have Buddy Hackett's kid. That's all right. I don't. I'm. I'm all right there. I'm good. I'm good on that one. Thanks. Thanks, but thanks, but uh, no thanks on that one. I will. Uh, who knows? Who knows who's going to be good? I, I. I do like that. Um, like the Broncos are like interviewing. Like I heard they interviewed uh, the enemy and stuff like that. Like if those two teams want to pillage each other, Denver and Kansas City. Have at it. Have all the fun. I personally would prefer uh, not deal with all of that because I just, um, I just, I don't, I don't see anybody who really blows my mind. Like I thought Gruden was going to be the, the you know, pardon my, my you know, phrase, hail mary that would get it done. That that didn't work out. Um, now Harbaugh would be fun, but I still, th- I think Harbaugh's just going to get an insane amount of money from Michigan and stay in Michigan. But I would, it would be fun. I don't know if it would work, but it'd be fun. It'd be entertaining as hell. Yeah, he he won, he's won everywhere he's gone. He, you know, I mean, he won at Stanford. He won. He won with the Niners. He he wins at Michigan. Not the big games usually for this year, but uh, you know, he wins. I'll take that for our live 
video audience, there's not one, but two big sports stories that are going to happen here. So for our live audience, this is going to help you. For the audio audience who's listening on back, you can tell us how stupid we are later. Before we get to those two stories I got for you, I want to tell you about Mohawk on the back. Thursday, February 10th, it's been officially announced. You and I are going to be a part of the Total de Wings, the judges for the chicken wing contest. For more information on this, Mohawk Chevrolet is going to be where that's taking place. The Mohawk family, all that stuff. Check them out on social media. Nominate your favorite wings in the capital region. The Tour de Wings, Levac and I will be judging the competition February 10th, Thursday for Mohawk Chevrolet. And what a perfect time for you to find a new ride. Whether it's Chevrolet, whether it's Honda, they want to make sure that you're getting in a vehicle you absolutely love. We could list off all the people we know in the Mohawk family. You know them. You've heard their names before. Now's the time, especially with football winding down, and you know the weather's continuing to get colder and colder, and the snow is on the way. Make sure you, your family, the people that are important to you are safe in a new vehicle, and you're working with people you can trust during the car buying experience. Mohawk Chevrolet, LeVac and I, Thursday, February 10th, for Todd the Wings. Instagram, Facebook, nominate your favorite today, Mohawk Honda Mohawk Chevrolet. They're always going out of their way to please. <laughs> I was uh, I was over at Mohawk Chevy. My daughter got her new vehicle from Mohawk, and um, some of the guys were coming up to me. And Kirk Austin, who's you know between, uh, he's, he's mainly at Mohawk Honda, but he was over at Chevy this day, and he goes, "You got to do the wing thing." And I'm like, "Yeah, no." Nate mentioned it, and, and I'm pretty sure I'm in, and. He goes, Gaz has got to be in too. You don't want to hurt Gaz's feelings and not let him eat wings and whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm almost positive he asked both. And he goes, they want to have Chad O'Hara on. He eat the wings. I go, I love Chad. Chad's a great guy. He goes, yeah, you know, I'm a B95 more. He's a great guy. He skinny. He's not going to eat the wings. I'm like, I have been to many a, uh, a Chad O'Hara cookout. That is because he lives right down the road from me. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, my man can eat when he wants to. Really? Oh, yeah, he can eat when he wants to. He may look all like skinny GQ morning show guy, but if that dude decides to throw back, if those wings are, are, are good and he wants them, he'll eat with the best of us. Can we do this? Can we have Chad sit in the middle of us? So like we can't like so we look like a, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this wing's so good. Just like, like totally like look like a Jeep grill, you That's know, right. two big O's and just one thin line, a couple thin middle. lines between. Chad, think about that. Um I dude, he's one of, I love that guy. He's one of the, have, you, have you ever met him before? I have a couple times. One of the nicest guys on the planet. One of the nicest he belongs on the safe listing, so we met him at the New York State Broadcaster Award show a few years ago. Oh, that's nice right. That's right. When we won two. That's right. Oh, I won them. I mean, I have them at least, so I feel like I won them. You have both? Yeah, of course I do. Some <laughs> jackass when he left his office left it. I was leaving it for everybody else. Yeah, I have them both. I have both. One of the big They're going on my bookshelf. I'm putting, my, I'm putting my broadcast bookshelf up so that there's, there's stuff behind me. Those two, they're both going on there. I'm, nice. gonna, I'm trying to decide and put a bra on them because they look like really pointy boobs. <laughs> One of the big stories tonight is that Sienna is taking on Iona. Coach Carr versus Rick Patino. I'll put it like that. I'll promote the yeah. game like that. Seven o'clock. Sienna, you and I. Have... No wonder I haven't heard from my friend Lynn who works over there all day. Yeah, look, and I, and that's, <laughs> I guess, we love Lynn. We love Mike Demos, John Dargini. We love everybody. Oh, Coach Carr. Strong word. But here, I got a little issue with the social media team at Sienna today. Okay. At Sienna Saints, Sienna, Iona. The Mac Hoops' most successful programs and past two tournament champions renew acquaintances tonight in New Rochelle. <laughs> now, hang on a second. I love the acquaintance. I love the acquaintance. Acquaintance is good. That's very funny. No, no, no. You know what I love it is like, we don't really want to say rival because it hasn't gone so well lately. Just, you know, it's all acquaintance. Past two tournament champions is my issue. 
Because Iona sure. won in 2021. They should say MAC champions. I would say, as much as I love Siena. Conference champions. You guys didn't win in 2020. No, they won the conference. They won the tournament. This says two past two tournament champions. Yeah, so the verbiage is wrong. If yeah. they said MAC champions. I agree. Then they're good. I think Siena is trying to claim that they won the tournament in 2020, even though there was no tournament for the MAC. This is very central Florida. They would have. Fair enough. I also agree they probably would have, but this is very central Florida of these guys to claim they won the tournament. You want the conference? I'm with you. Yes. You want to put up a banners as MAC conference champions 2020? I think they actually might have done that. Carm would. Cool. Carm would ladder match your ass if you tried to hang that. He would kick the ladder right underneath you. He wouldn't let it happen. <laughs> but they're, they guys didn't win the tournament. I think all right. guys didn't win the Come on, I, Stan. It, I love you guys. A, Come on. The as someone who deals with um, a team social media, and sometimes people write things that they think is accurate, and they just are a little off. I'm going to give the pass. I think what they're trying to say is the last two conference champions, which is fair. It's accurate. The the, the Saints were awarded. The conference in 20. I they just said it wrong. They definitely said it wrong. I am okay with they were named tournament champ though, right? Yeah. Yes. They they were were. named tournament champ and because because they won the regular season, which would give them the bid to the big dance if it happened. I'm all for Sienna talking smack to Iona. I wanted Coach Carmen. Rick Pitino to get after it and yell at each uh, other. I hope they still do. Uh, remember, this game was supposed to be played a few weeks ago, but COVID knocked it off, and I believe it's not being rescheduled for the game in uh, Albany, Loudonville, all that stuff. Times Just look how many, MVP arena. How, how many, many more games the Gales have played? Yeah, Gales are sixteen and three. Saints are six and seven. Like they, they've just played more basketball. Eight zero in conference for the Gales, three and two in conference for the Saints. I, I mean. I get where you're coming from. You like, you like, you just, you just want to go to war. You just no, I don't want to go to war. You're a, I you're like a, Sienna. You're in, you're in war mode. Just, you're in war no, mode. Oh, whoa, whoa! You're in war mode. It's okay. <laughs> you're in war mode. It's all, hey, look, I'm not mad at it. I like war mode. I like, I like war like mode. Sienna. I like it. I want to go to war with Iona. I want to put the green on. Look at this. I wore a shirt that wasn't a Godzilla Media shirt. A green sweater. I just every time I see Iona Gales, and I know it's like a gale of wind or whatever. I just, I really want it to be just a bunch of middle-aged women. It's like, oh look, here come the gales, and it's just like a, it's just a group of, you know, nice enough women. They tell you about the sale they found at Kohl's, you know, not Pass like, yeah, right. Passive aggressively complaining right. about something. Want to know why you haven't got a new girlfriend yet? You know, like whatever. Why? Why, why is, you know, listen, me and the other gales, we're looking forward to meeting the missus. You know, what are you holding out for? You know, you're not perfect. You know, you're a little rough around the edges yourself. Don't. Uh, Maybe you should settle a little, you know what I mean? Like, Sorry. and that's and that's the that like and they like they talk the other teams into submission. They're just sitting there going, "Notice, look at you, look at those shorts. Oh, they don't leave a lot to the imagination." Like they just sit there and just just ridicule you until you give up. Do you have any take here? A few moments from now, people put us on freezing cold takes. Any thoughts overall about what could be the baseball Hall of Fame induction announcement minutes away now of who's going to get in. Are you more upset about what's happened to the legacies of Bonds, Clemens, Schilling? I know you and Boston, Dan, I don't know if you're still as worked up as you were earlier in the week about the big Poppy situation that could take place. Poppy could get in tonight. You may not get in tonight. I uh, I just, listen, I, um, I think if you don't believe uh, cheaters belong in, you don't want Ortiz in. You know, like he's... Just because he just because he cheated better than most, uh, different times than most, still cheated. That's what I feel. Uh, 
I think he's I think I do think you have to start putting these guys in. You know, like the a Hall of Fame without Bonds and Clemens and, and even, you know, Big Sloppy. It doesn't it doesn't really add up. Jeff Passan wrote a big old article about right. it. I just he's getting a little preachy for my taste. But I you know it was four paragraphs too long. I yeah, guess. yeah. <laughs> it's a great right. article. You know what if you, if as as a, as a guy who has ADHD <laughs> and is almost out of his Adderall because there's some kind of supply chain issue, uh, it was it was definitely a skim and move on situation. But I, I just again, I'm a consistent human being. If if you're not allowed in, if you because we believe you cheated, because blah 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 blah, Ortiz can't be it. You can't vote for Ortiz and not vote for Bonds. You can't. The football, the Professional Football Hall of Fame has now passed the National Baseball Hall of Fame with really smart, intelligent, fun conversation with sports fans. Because, quickly, individual sport Hall of Fames, boxing, tennis, golf, you already know all the names. If you win a major and you're known, you're in the, at Hall of Fame. Uh, hockey, there's not a lot of controversy with the Hockey Hall of Fame. Basketball Hall of Fames is one of the great mysteries in sports. No one knows who picks it. And remember, it's the <laughs> National Basketball Hall of Fame, so college, international, pro. Right, right. So it's a huge number of people. My pickup league. Right. Yeah. So, like, with no disrespect to any of those Hall of Fames, the conversation around it isn't very riveting for any of those. Football is great because you're going to have wide receivers and running backs and skilled guys. Baseball, I'm fatigued by it at this point. Like, I, good word. Yeah. Good good word because I was just going to tell you I still I love going to Cooperstown. I love going to the Hall of Fame. I am the the voters are the worst. I not all of them, but the majority of the baseball voters act like they're like some kind of lord of a small like village and they will do what they want how they want, no rhyme, no reason. Um they only they only open up what they've done or why they've done it to start shit. And I just can't, like, I will go to Cooperstown whenever I get the opportunity. I love the Baseball Hall of Fame. I think they should just, everyone, every voter should be flushed and start over. Like, everyone, like, all of you have to, like, when you run an organization that does well, but you're not 100% sold on your staff, you take a downtime, you clip them all, you say, everybody, you get a chance to, you get a chance to, to re-interview for your position. Every one of those voters should have to re-interview for their position, and they should have a set of guidelines or something where, like, I didn't vote for him because he's mean. Okay, bye. Like, Barry Bonds was mean to me. Was he the best baseball player of, of his day, maybe ever? Well, yeah, but I think he cheated. He cheated, whatever. Okay, wait. Do you know for a fact he did? Whatever. How are we doing this? Did he do something the other guys didn't do? Did he, whatever. No, I don't know that. I just He was mean to me. Okay, well, peace out. I'm not voting for anybody who cheated. Okay, you can stay. You can say you have a you have a consistent line, but like I'm a I I, I covered the Red Sox my whole career, so I'm not going to let Jeter get 100. percent Okay, peace, get out. You know, or vice versa. I covered the Yankees my whole career. I don't like Ortiz because what he did to the Yankees. All right, peace, you're out. Like they just got to be. They just got to start over. The voting process is garbage. That's it. Look, if you're going to vote against Bonds and Clemens and vote Ortiz, I have to hear that rationale yeah. because I, if you love Big Poppy, I cannot in any way, shape, or form, tell you that David Ortiz is a better baseball player than Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens. I can't. Like, I, I just cannot do that because it's not true. And and uh, it was DR on Twitter said, enough with this Hall of Fame stuff. Get my guy Bonds in there. And I wrote, he goes, what are they doing? Well, how's the Hall of Fame not letting Bonds in? They go, they're honoring the greats like Harold Baines. Yeah, that's and, oh, and that's the worst part of it, too. Leave Harold Baines the F alone. All Harold Baines did was was get in. And and this is see this ticks me off with the Giants. I thought for sure they hired him. 
we have completed our second head coach interview with Brian Dable. Like the way it's presented, I thought they hired him. I was like, I told oh! you those graphics to get well, you the engagement. Yeah. I mean, I you. get them. I just the way it's done. Like, but like, like everybody else, the word interview is higher, bigger, whatever. This one's second HC interview, small. Brian Dable, Buffalo Bills, and it's like the Giants. <laughs> it's like you son of a. Um, but back to the thing you were saying about Ortiz and Bonds and Clemens. It's spot on because it's well, really plus, cool. how are you going to hear? So here's what you. you Couple years down the road, you're gonna take you're gonna take Baby Rex to the Hall of Fame, and you're gonna and he's and Rex is gonna, oh look at all the hits that Ichiro has. Is he the did he have the most hits ever? No. Oh well, Jeter had this man. Oh no, no. Okay, Dad, point to the guy who had the most hits in the history of baseball. He's not in here. He's a bad person. He bet on baseball. Oh okay. Oh, who had the most home runs? Was it Babe Ruth? Well, for a while it was. Was it this? Who is it now? Point to him, Dad. I can't. He's not here. How about walks? Yeah, oh, he's yeah. not here either. That's he's not bonds too, right? Yeah. Like you, whether you whether you do it the same way you did everybody else, whatever. The guys and I and I get it. Like we used to have Jeff Idelson when he was the president of the Hall of Fame on, and he would say, "Well, they're here, they're just not enshrined here." That's like, eh, that's a fine distinction to make. That's a fine distinction to make. I don't I don't really like it all that much. Just for the podcast audience who may have never heard it before, just do the Pudge Rodriguez research. Jeff Bagwell, like there are yeah. guys who have been accused of it before that they let in. The Pudge Rodriguez thing, he's in the book juice. Like it, the lack of uniform, yeah, I guess that's fine. Yeah. Rationality, it's just, it, I'm frustrated. Well, I like now. this guy so I can ignore his cheating. I don't like that that's, guy so I can't ignore him. That's it. That's it. Like I'm so done with the Baseball Hall of Fame when it comes to who's actually the best anymore that footballs is way more fun to talk about who should be and who's not, all that stuff. It's just a more rational, composed argument because we've lost the sensibility of who's actually a good baseball player at this point in the hall of fame I'm done all right um q and end the day hold on i okay. do want to point out that you never took this out so how'd that syracuse duke game go that we talked about on Saturday? oh god is that okay no okay they right. stink they stank stank just put you know what just put the other Bayheim out there put the twin girl <laughs> put jackie right she plays rochester put her out there put julie Bayheim out there there's another Bayheim. kid i don't know just let all the Bayheims the play syracuse never, oh my god and i know they That's said it. you know what you got me worked up for the hall of fame and then that q, q and a to end the day god, i think this is a this is probably the best question Corey's ever asked so i'm gonna let him lead Corey from greenwich on the radio the other day they were talking about the cold football games and they were asking uh, Bart Scott and other older players what they did to stay warm before a game. Bart Scott made a big deal about uh, taking Viagra, keep you warmer. Corey's question, quote, my question is, since you guys are older, have you used it and does it keep you warm? LOL. Two things. Guys is barely over 30. I'm the same if age you, as you, Corey. If you need it already, it's, you probably already needed it. I do not need it. Have never taken it. Not opposed to trying it if a chick says it's going to be a good time for a whole weekend or something like that, but never never tried it. The way that I've, uh, I stay warm is to stay inside and let other people play football. That's what I do nowadays. <laughs> uh, listen, you played at Hobart. So you played in, in very cold temps. You played you played Union here, right? You played so you played in cold temps. You get going and you and you don't sit still. That's how you stay warm, right? I mean, I, like I, I don't. I, we used to do the Blue Chew commercials. Blue Chew, so, Blue Chew. I'm more of a Blue Chew guy, Corey. Blue Chew, normal coat guys. I mean, I was you know, it was, it, I would think it would it would. Um, I know guys were taking Viagra because it, it it restricts the capillaries and blood flows faster. So I knew guys were taking it for that. 
I didn't know they were taking it to stay warm. There was, I've been, but I got a good excuse to go to the dock, I guess. Now, hey, I'm outside in the cold. Can I get some of them boner drugs? Can I? I had a kid who lived on my floor my freshman year who was bragging about taking it. I'm like, dude, you're 18. Why are you bragging about taking yeah, these? Right. Uh, one kid from Salve High School, the late Logan Hayes, once took two Viagras and was then sent to the nurse's office. So, oh, because he was bragging about it. And then he said he was having problems with his area down here. He, he, had, a, he had an erection that lasted more than four hours. <laughs> he went right to the nurse's office. To tell us he was in sweatpants. The late that Logan is, had his RIP. That is one of those. He, he passed away? He died. From the virus? Not, not from that. No, 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 no. He bonered to death? No, no. Remember when we. when we okay, so that's, The transcript of the show is not going to look good for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, look, I thought you were like, yeah. He, no, he, he didn't had, die from it. No, uh, no, no. Two, two Viagra and a pair of sweatpants will kill you. Um, it's a hard way to go. Um, I just remember when we did the the news came out that the MLB had to put out a note for everyone to stop taking over the counter boner drugs, and I said over the counter boner drugs on the air, and like our boss was standing in the doorway just looking at me like, one call, Levac. We get one call about that, and you're in trouble. And like now, I just now it's like boner drugs is like the lowest form of maybe that's it. Maybe it's colder in certain ball clubs than we realize, you know, ballparks, and they just needed boner drugs. Maybe they Josh Allen warm. took one. Maybe Josh Allen. I mean, if Josh Allen. If if a Viagra made him play the way he played, pardon my French, fuck steroids. Viagra all day long. That's a, that's that's how you get where you need to be. All right, uh, Q and A to, to end the day. What else? You got some over there? Or you want more I of these? I did. I had one from our guy Ryan that was a really good one about Adam Gase, and I got to go find it. Right. Oh, Adam Gase is still available. Giants fans, I'm just saying. Oh, Gaz needs to die in the <clears> snow for going 0 for six and needs to be on film. I threatened to that's go not, in the snow not, if the Bucks came back. It's not wrong. That's not wrong. I mean. I don't hate that. Jonathan wrote in, not a Titans fan, but even I know they need a franchise quarterback. Tennessee hasn't had a really good QB since Steve McNair. Um, Stephen Moss, who's changed his name into like um, Asian lettering, which is really. Mandarin Moss. Can we call him it, that? Man, yeah. Um, talking about overtime. So how do you like this? First team scores a touchdown. The other team can match. Then it's sudden death. Small tweak not have it come down to a coin toss. I think the only, the only problem I have with that, uh, Steve, is is the incentive to go for the touchdown over the field goal is what makes this system very good. Uh, what could make it great is the defense not being having their ass whipped and then walking right back out on the field to get their ass whipped right again. That's, that's, I think that's, yeah. that's my only, that's, that's my only real critique of it. Um, <laughs> Instacam wants to know, do we watch Impractical Jokers? I don't, I've never watched I've it. never, never watched a single episode of that show. No, no I, I mean, is it I, good? People seem like I people love it. it. People love it. I, I'm not, it's not, I'm, I'm not opposed to watching it, but, um, I know I've never, I've never seen it. Um, I think that's about it. That's pretty good. Those any, are some really other, good ones. Any other questions we got? We should see. Anything? Our next question is: When will we be broadcasting again? Uh, can I thought, well, a good question is: Is your kid still hiding underneath that chair? Because I because I came over. I would like to do another Saturday broadcast because our weekends are going to get start getting packed here the next three weekends. So I would like to suggest another college game day style, ten thirty to noon. You come back live from the Gaza Media Studios. I didn't even ask what your schedule is this weekend, so here I am suggesting it on the air. <laughs> Funny story. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Let me look real quick. Uh, I, I, right now, Saturday appears to be open. All right. So there you go. I'm not we'll opposed. Back, and then I'll I'm set not... up the rest of the schedule. The only, the only problem that I really have with the Saturday morning show is um, the occasional Friday night hangover that goes into Saturday. Um, so, I, you know, it, it would come down to that. That could that could cause an issue because this week I was I wasn't home over. 
maybe you know a little remnants of 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 a few beverages the night before and i got there just in time to set up and you're like you and your loving beautiful <laughs> wife goes what what about a tour and you're like that's gonna have to happen after and, uh, yeah and i was like plugging everything in just drooling on myself it was a good time i enjoyed it it was all fun all right so 10 30 potentially 10 33 if levac is <laughs> smelling no, like 10 30 i'll get okay. there i'll get there we'll get smell it'll be scratch and sniff so if you like scratch your screen you'll be able to smell what i drank the night before it'll be perfect <laughs> It'd be great for everyone. All right, so uh, the the Hall of Fame is going to start uh, announcing, you know what what crappy class they're putting together now. Uh, good luck to your favorite players, unless it's Ortiz, he's a cheater. And um, as far as Tech East goes, a lot of cold weather out there. We got you covered. Tefirewater.com, Tech East. Um, my guys have been out dealing with broken pipes, this, that, and the other thing. The number one thing I hear back is. It was awesome once they got there. I realized I didn't have to be upset anymore. They were going to help me through the whole thing. That's what they do. So, like, now I'm sitting here going, man, I could use a new something. Why is not nothing freezing here? No, I don't want anything freezing. I'm joking. Um, all right. So, guys. Um, Saturday. Party, Saturday, 1030. Casa de gas. Um, I, uh, I'm, a, should I leave? I'm trying to think of some, some, parting, some parting wisdom for everyone. Blue Chew. Promo gas. <laughs> um, parting wisdom. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Hot dogs are actually a, a sandwich. Just they don't like to be called that. They masquerade as penis-shaped meat, but they're actually sandwiches. There you go. That's that's what that's what I got. So I hope that's I hope that helps.